Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over there and start using it now. Earners, what's up? Look, I wanna give y'all a little peek behind the curtain of producing Earn Your Leisure. It's a lot more than just sitting down and chatting. It involves meticulous planning, recording, editing, and then promoting each episode to ensure it reaches all of you. And if you picked up any of our merch, then you know there's a whole extra layer of logistics from inventory management to shipping. Running a podcast is like running a small business. And speaking of business, I know many of you entrepreneurs are involved in e-commerce. You understand how crucial it is to streamline operations and cut costs wherever possible. That's why I want to talk to you about ShipStation, the multi-carrier shipping solution that integrates seamlessly with all your online sales channels. It's all about optimizing your shipping, connecting with expert partners, and freeing up more of your time to focus on scaling your business. Now let's talk about our experience with ShipStation. This tool has been a game changer for us, especially with automating routine tasks. Being able to manage everything from one dashboard and print shipping labels with just a click absolute lifesavers. Plus, the discounts we get on shipping costs are incredible. Honestly, it feels like we're saving thousands. And as our show and merch sales have grown, ShipStation's robust automation and reporting features have helped us keep up without missing a beat. For those of you who get overwhelmed by order volumes, ShipStation's easy-to-use dashboard is a dream come true. You can import orders from any sales channel, apply shipping preferences automatically, and handle customer service issues right there. Not to mention the savings with up to 89% off carrier rates like UPS, DHL Express, and USPS. It's no wonder over 130,000 companies stick with ShipStation long-term. So, are you ready to turn your shipping challenges into growth opportunities? Head over to ShipStation.com and use promo code EARN for a free 60-day trial. Again, that's ShipStation.com, promo code EARN. Start streamlining your shipping and scaling your business today. You've written down your six golden rules of investing. Uh, and so I would love for you to lay it out for the people 
going into the new year, having a strategy, maybe they can implement some of the some of the things that you're using as an experienced investor, uh, and they can add, add to their, their portfolios. Yeah, I'm going to do this, but I want you guys to chime in because I've been really looking forward to sharing this with you. Let's do the it. first Let's one's do obvious. It. Start early, right? The earlier you start, Absolutely. the better. I always tell this to kids. I, I do a lot of high school classes, and I say, how do you double your money? What's the easiest way to double your money? And they always come up with, oh, buy crypto or you know, buy a house. No. If you put $10,000 in the S&P 500 10 years ago, and you went away and joined the circus and didn't look at it, what would it be worth today? 25 grand, right? That's how you double your money. The earlier you start, the better. Yeah. So starting early is the answer to everything. And you don't, you know, compounding is one of those things where we talk about it. Yeah, over time, your money produces money. When you're young, you don't feel it. But then, I think you guys will appreciate this. <laughs> you see compounding every, you see it all at once, right? It's like nothing, Absolutely. nothing, nothing. And then, oh my gosh. Yeah. You look at your portfolio and you're like Ford and you're like, whoa. That's time. That's the magic of compounding. That's why Einstein called it the ninth wonder of the world. So starting early really helps you realize that if you start at 25, at 45, you're going to give yourself a huge hug, right? That's the obvious one. Number two, determine your risk tolerance. What is your sleeplessness factor, right? What's that commercial sleepies? Like what's your sleep number? What's your yeah. sleeplessness factor? How much of a drawdown can you stand before you can't take it anymore and you tap out? Ian, what is your sleepless number 55 percent. 65 55 55 percent. yeah what about you guys sleepless as far as like the drawdown like yeah i can't take it anymore drawdown rashad's more conservative yeah. so like 15 yeah. percent. <laughs> what'd you say 20 20 percent. Yeah. yeah i i had to this is the, i'm glad you put that because it's something that i actually had to figure out for myself um, I've seen drawdowns go 70%. I'm like, what am I doing? So then I had to implement a plan. So now it is around that 55 to 60 range. If it gets yeah. there, it's like, all right, done. You, this didn't go right. Let's go back to the drawing board and figure out what we did wrong. Yep. Also, too, really quick, I think people have to figure out what their tolerance is for missing out. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the report, but uh, if you invested in Home Depot, um, after compounding, you'll be up a million percent from 1981. So, like, wow. we have to de also determine if you miss out for seven years, if you miss AMD for seven years or NVIDIA for seven years, what is that going to cost? So not only factoring the drawdown, but how much you're going to miss out on the upside as well. Right. That's a great That's a great point. And people don't do that math. What's the bulletproof number that you need in liquid, in liquid investable assets to become bulletproof, do you think? I love this talk. <laughs> it depends on who you are and how much it costs to be you. Ultimately, oh, you, you, I mean, you, you live in New York, you live in Manhattan. So, you know, we have similar type of lifestyles. You personally or you, your circle. What's my bulletproof number where I need to be liquid enough? Yeah. Probably about a million bucks. That's it. And yeah, man, probably, probably more. I was just running the calculation. expensive. I'm about to say, kid, but you riding a skateboard? I mean, when I, when I mean when I mean bulletproof, <laughs> when I mean bulletproof, I mean like yo, ride 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 off into the sunset. Like I could just oh, leave. Oh, okay. No, I could leave tomorrow. Live yeah, off my that's, investments. That's seven to eight, seven to eight mil. I can live. I can live off that. Okay. Okay. I can definitely live off that number, but it would not be in this town. It'd be out in New Mexico, where I'm actually from. Yeah, because um, we're packing the skateboard up. We're that's right. Here. 
That's right. We're riding west. So, so again, determine your risk tolerance. That's number two. And and you mentioned it, uh, Troy. It's like, what's your drawdown? It, remember this: a thirty-five percent drawdown requires a fifty percent gain to get you back to par. Mm-hmm. Right? A fifty percent drawdown. Now you're talking about a hundred percent. Yeah. So, as as you get deeper into the drawdown, it takes a lot more to get you back. Um, I remember we had Kathy Wood at uh, Investfest. You know, last August, and who's terrific, but that fund was down something like seventy-five percent. It's made a comeback, but it's still got a ways to go, right? Yeah. To get back to par. Um, but you could buy it at different levels and average and dollar cost average your way in. All right, number three, know what you own, and I know Ian, you really believe in this as well. You asked me about what index funds and ETFs I invest in. I invest in those that I think are in, around sectors that I think are going to continue to grow and be important over time. But you have to unpack the ETF or the index fund to see what's actually in it. And knowing what you own, whether that's an individual stock or an ETF or an index fund or a bond or whatever it is, is critically important to make sure you believe in it, for one, and B, to understand the financials behind it. Because if the balance sheet ain't right, it doesn't matter how attractive it is or how much you like the CEO or how cool the product is. If you don't know what you own, you don't really understand what you're investing in. I agree. Um, Number four, and we talked about this earlier, taming your animal spirits shutting your mind up, right? Because they will tell you to run when it's time to stay. They'll tell you to be greedy when it's time to be fearful. They'll tell you to be fearful when it's time to be greedy. So taming them and actually having the plan, because I can't tell you how many times in 2022, and I'm experienced. I was like, I got to get, I got to get out. I got, I can't take it. I can't. I'm glad I didn't, right? Yeah. I'm back way beyond where I was in 2022 in my own portfolio, because what did I do? I didn't jump out. Instead, I said, let's reassess. Let's sector rotate a little bit. Let's trim some positions here, do a little tax loss harvesting, and then let's dollar cost average into the things that I believe in, the things that I believe in, which were the Qs, which were the semis. Those have more than doubled this year. So, you know, being able to actually tell your, tame your mind is super important. That's it. Tame your animal. How do you tell your brain, though? Yeah. What's that? How do you shut it off? Yeah, you. <laughs> when you go to reach to do that sell button, <laughs> you have an electric sh- uh, shock uh, that sends a shockwave through your arm into your brain that says, "Don't do it." No, it's it's actually having the plan. And in my case, I also have a financial advisor, so I have my own portfolio that I do stuff with, and then I have the big pile that they help me manage. And we actually had a lot of conversations about it. So every time I was tempted and got them on the phone, they'd be like, "Remember, we actually have a plan, so you can do this." But this is the ultimate consequence yeah. of this if it doesn't go the way you want it to. So having that understanding and that education and professional advice was super important for me. But I've also been burned so many times. I've been on the show. We talked about my worst mistakes. And my worst mistake was Lehman Brothers. Buying it at 80, buying it at 50, buying it at 20, buying it at 9, buying it at 2, and then ultimately losing $10,000 when I was like 32 years old and I couldn't afford it. That hurt. Um so I got the scars to prove it. Do, do you have um, Do you have the button as well on the upside? Because I mean, I've I've even experienced that. I'm sure Ian's experienced as well. Where you're watching a company that you had in on, in your portfolio in your watch list, you were waiting, you were waiting. I know Chipotle was one of those for me. Even some Meta this year, you're watching it. You're like, oh, it's at an all time high. Don't I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. No, my 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 intelligence, my experience, my tolerance tells me. Wait for a pullback. Wait for it to come down. What is my target number? Yeah. You have to have the target numbers. And then once you buy something, I always like to put the stops in and the limits in just 
because it'll get me to stop making bad decisions. So once I put that stopper limit in, I'm like, it's there. Hey, I set the number. Yeah, that's the so that's a new Apple feature. I was telling like anytime you do something like a hand gesture, like a thumbs up, it'll put that up. So you just probably put your hands up oh, and did the okay. celebration. Yeah. No, you gotta hold if you hold your thumb you up, hold, it'll, okay. it'll put a thumb up. I like up. that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you know, those will help you, those will help guide you. Now I can always adjust it if I'm like, I put the stop, I stopped out over here. But I feel like there's still momentum. Then I can raise it a little bit. But I make the conscious decision. And you know, professional traders, and I'm not one of them, but I actually use some of the some of the tools. Is you you make that note to yourself. On this day, I raised my stop because I felt like there was more momentum. Why did I do that? This is what I was thinking at the time. I want to be able to refer to that. So when I look later, I say, Why did I actually make that decision? There's a record of it. It's important to actually have that journal. Um, all right, set it, but don't forget it. Rule number five. People always say, uh, you know, no, don't look at your 401k. Don't look at your brokerage account. That's BS. Look at it. It's yours. It's your money. So don't look at it obsessively. Don't look at it every hour. Don't look at it in the middle of a market crash. But it's okay to look at it. Look at it. Know what's going on. It's your money. You should, you, if you want to just be an index investor and set it and let it go, that's fine. But make sure you're looking at it at least two or three times a year, definitely quarterly, and definitely right at this time of year if you're only going to look at it annually. To make sure that you are comfortable with what you have, right? Regimes have changed. Sectors have rotated. The stock market is in a big rally mode right now. Are you still sitting back in the oil and gas stocks from 2022? I know I'm not, but things that yeah. did well last year aren't going to do well now, right? So know what's in it. Make sure you're comfortable with it. Rebalance it, right? Uh, that's really important. So I, anybody that tells you, don't look, don't look, look, it's yours. It's yours to look at. It's yours to manage. It's your money. You're the CEO of your own money. It's your responsibility. Last one, be a tax smart investor, especially this time of year, right? If you got losses, tax loss harvest. Use those losses to offset your, your income tax, right? Your, your tax penalty. But also think about it. You shouldn't trade in your 401k because that triggers taxes, right? You yep. shouldn't trade your Roth IRA. You can keep adding to it because that triggers taxes. Think about what you're buying. If you're buying things like muni funds, that's a tax advantage product. If you're thinking about what to start, you know, Roth IRA, uh, IRA, uh, SEP account, like what's the most tax advantage account that you could put your money in? So taxes are a big part of investing, Rashad. You know this. You're a, a financial advisor. People don't realize that. And when people trade a lot, they hyper trade, they're generating taxes also. Those long-term gains, those long-term capital gains or their short-term capital gains, those eat away at your returns over time. So Absolutely. be tax smart about it. And don't just think that it has no you have no consequences on the tax rate. You always do, and you have to be aware of those. Those are my six golden rules.